but we have two fantastic past uh, mayors that we want to highlight. The first is Madeline Jeanette. Is she here too? Yeah, be proud. Be you proud. Be proud. Hey, somebody's got to defend incest. You That's know? right. Hello and welcome to episode number 531 of the podcast. I'm one of your host, Tox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things entertained but do not matter. To find out more about these flavorful pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we are on Twitter, we don't call it X, at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be listening to our live show, Flavor Town Opinion Discussion. But before we do that, we are guessing many of you might be traveling this week, and we have a few playlists for you. First up is our holiday playlist of our past Thanksgiving and December holiday episodes, including our most downloaded episode of all time in the history of the podcast, Hallmark Movies Explained. Now, we have all the episodes you can snag for those long drives, the delayed flights, or just you hiding in an upstairs bathroom from your family. Also, from our other podcast, Faith Adjacent, we have curated and updated our holiday playlist, both a party playlist and a pondering playlist, depending on your mood. Find these links in the episode show notes or head to our Spotify home at knoxandjamie.com slash Spotify. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, Jamie, we are delighted to be on a holiday week. And I think we're even more delighted that people are going to listen to uh, our flavor town conversation from our Atlanta show. And I just like, like point blank. Do you remember any of that conversation from the Atlanta show? And we actually did two flavor town discussions. We did a flavor town proper, and then we did a fun flavor town snake draft with Aaron and Jason. And, and I was, I went back and I was listening and it was like listening to a brand new episode. I don't, I didn't remember any of it. I had no, no I recollection. Remember. No. Of any of it. Yeah, it was, it, I, I really enjoyed it actually. And that's not me just saying that it actually, um, I think it's really a uh, compelling audio, but um, I do remember I, a I, toilet. I do remember a toilet with two people there, on it. There was a toilet. I, I was listening back and there's a section where I won't say who, but um, one of your choices, Jamie, uh, was uh, in reference to, uh, I guess, I don't want to call it scab culture but like how you, how you handle scabs. And I got to say, I don't remember the, the response from the audience being as resounding, almost affirmational as it was in the, in the listen back, but it felt like a lot of scab pickers in that audience that night. Listen, that's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for support wherever I can get it. That's even right. if it's a nine-year-old on the fourth row, which yeah. I felt like was supporting me the whole time. Thank you so much. You are the main. And like, I just, just full transparency, full vulnerability. When I was listening back, I was actually picking my cuticles while I was listening. And I was like, oh, dang. I think I'm, I think I disagree with this in the live show, but I was actually picking a scab as I listened to this. So got him, got him dead to rights right there. Perfect. Yeah. So we are actually going to play uh, y'all uh, both of our uh, segments of the snake draft component. There'll be a couple ads in there and then we'll come back on the other side uh, and do lights uh, without further ado. Please enjoy our flavor town from the live show. 
Flavortown. Flavortown is a recurring episode series near and dear to our hearts as spice connoisseurs. And we thought, what a cool, fun segment to share here with you live tonight. So our first Flavortown episode was in 2018. And since then, we've done nine total episodes. That's right. Um, but before we like really get into it, um, let's go to Urban Dictionary for people who are new and like really define Flavortown. So let's look at the first definition we found on uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, the first one, mixed food products, that's not it. The second one's definitely not it. Uh, What do you think that A stands for? I I have some theories. Oh. um, But it's fine. We'll we'll define it ourselves. Okay. So a Flavortown opinion is is an opinion with razzle-dazzle. It it may look strange, but it doesn't apologize. Weirdly, it resonates. Right. You know? Uh, But along with that, it has to have a specificity, you know? Blended with a, a random and ambient kind of weirdness. That's what we're going for. Okay, so Knox and I were the first official mayors of Flavortown back in 2018. We're permanent residents now. But we wanted to share a couple of kind of classic Flavortown opinions that we've had over the years that we really love. So the first up is Liza Ambrose. And let me read her opinion to you. She said, folks who... F- are you here, Liza? Oh. This is one of our favorites. Yeah. So, so Liza wrote, folks who write generic books about their lives, <laughs> y'all all are friends and all have podcasts and you make the publicity rounds to all the same shows. So for what feels like weeks straight. So my favorite shows are hijacked by the same topic. Wow. So basically doesn't like the white lady books. Now, what about white men books? Do you think, Knox, do you think this applies to your generic life books? Generic books about my life. Uh, unfortunately, yes, I think it's true. Okay, yeah. so what about any of these other <laughs> authors? Any of these authors? Hey, have y'all written generic life books? Yeah. Um, some of them are here. That you guys? So that feels, it feels right. I, so, I like to eat too. Yeah, I'm blooming. I'm finding quiet. I'm doing all these things. I'm, yes, yeah, of course. Come and eat. Yeah. Come and eat. Uh, one of my favorite opinions that didn't make mayor status <laughs> Oh. These gifts, man, are... I chose them. I'm going to be honest with you. I did choose he, them. He okay, chose that it. Was we, me. Didn't, we didn't choose this life. I was yeah. about to blame Jason for a second, but that was me. Um, this is from Jacob71792. I'm going to go real slow so we stay here. Let it cook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jacob says, I'm wholly convinced that chlamydia would be a beautiful name for a child. <laughs> if it weren't already an STD. It's a wonderful combination of syllables quite pleasing to the ear. I... <laughs> I think this is genius because uh, uh, he's not wrong. You know, I feel like there's an alternate reality where, you know, we have a lot, a lot of like wonderful chlamydias like in classes, but like some people are breaking out with the case of the Braxtons. You know what I mean? <laughs> really itchy with the Braxtons. Listen, is this a good time to tell you my story that last week I got a UTI and I needed to go on three days of antibiotics. Okay. And uh, when I went and got the antibiotic and I looked up, this specific antibiotic is for UTIs, chlamydia, or gonorrhea. <laughs> And then when I went to the pharmacist, which I had never been to, because it's like I could walk to it, you know, like all adorable and cute. And I walked to the pharmacist and they're like, hey, it'll be just a minute. And then I sat down and they're like, hey, by the way, we're B-Fods. No. And I was like, oh, good. You got to say that up front. Oh, good. This is great. This is great. Oh, no. So sometimes it's fine for you to not say that you know me. That's sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. My next opinion, Flavor Town, comes from Christiana Hill. Christiana Hill, who runs our oh, company, wow. who's running our live show. She famously once said, Spotify is trash. Long live Pandora. This is wild. By the way, she still believes that. Okay? Yeah. Um, and so... The problem with this, it's very spicy because Pandora music is not even close to being the best Pandora, okay? Obviously, number one Pandora, Pandora jewelry, come on. <laughs> Who doesn't love when you put all those little, what are they called? The, what are they? What do you think they're called? They're called uh, bubbles? Little Charms. bubbles. <laughs> Charms. Yeah. Love this. Love this vintage look. Also, the second best, of course, is the box, Pandora's box. Who knows what's in it? No, it's we so know fun. what's in it. No, yeah. it's, no that's the I story. Mean, it could be a mystery. What's no, that it's woes stuff? and sorrows tribulation. and tribulation. Yeah. There's Aaron? folly. There's a whole story. Aaron, like, that's just, the myth. Just make it seem fine. Come no, on. Okay, and then the third best Pandora is, of course, Avatar. Look, they don't even seem happy. They need a sandwich. Like, they're so sad. They do. Yeah. And then, of course, the fourth Pandora is Pandora streaming service. Uh, the platform is not great. Uh, it doesn't even let you choose what you want to listen to. It's just like, you want to listen to Michael Bublé? Then listen to this commercial for Wendy's. Like, that's how yeah. it goes. Yeah. 
Uh, another opinion I really liked that didn't make it was uh, Jennifer underscore Lancaster. Oh, my gosh. Jennifer, are you here? Are you... Yeah. I don't know why She's you're screaming. There. I, honestly, this is insane. I don't know why you would identify as the person, the owner of this opinion. <laughs> this is not Look great, at Jennifer. This gift. Okay. My gosh. She, it gets worse, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. She says, I'm tired of watching couples wash each other's feet at weddings. Your feet aren't grossed. You showered this morning. Really focus on this next sentence, guys. Okay. If you really want to show sacrificial love like Jesus did with his disciples, you should wipe each other's butthole. Cracks. <laughs> After a number two at the altar, <laughs> Aaron, as the Bible scholar, as the Bible scholar, is there is there textual evidence of Jesus swapping cracks in this the Bible? This is not in the King James, nor is this in the Message. She's so excited. She's so excited. She's so proud. She is so proud. <laughs> she is so happy. I don't hate it though. If you're going to a wedding, boring. But you know what makes it really exciting? Butt crack wiping. That is interesting. <laughs> I'm into it. So that is some context on uh, the kinds of people, the kinds of opinions that have been bringing the heat for the last few years. Um, but I feel like it might still not be quite crystal clear on like what a Flavortown opinion is. So we're going to run through a few that were close, but not quite there like uh, for this live show. Okay. So first up, we have KVS 21. Uh, they say Catholicism is witchcraft. <laughs> You've got beads you got to pray on for a specific number of times. You have figures of saints you have to bury in your yard for good luck. I don't think that's You're waving funny. smoke around in the building during a service? I, I like this because I think, uh, i just be honest, exorcisms do feel a little witchy, okay? They feel a little strange to me. But don't you want the demon out of you if it's in you? Listen, I just, this is a good opinion. It's just too much religious spice, so we can't include it, right? Okay, so there's another, another version of this is when it's just an observation. So this comes from Jenny37, who said, I absolutely love seeing Amish people out in public. What a way to spice up your day. <laughs> Well, Jenny, we all want to see Amish people out in public. Yeah. That is a dream come true. I agree with you. There's just yeah, nothing no, here. Yeah, no, it's just, this yeah. is not spicy. <laughs> uh, this next opinion, this is just the, the drugs or CBD talking, okay? This is from Grace underscore Roland. She says, moose should not exist. I honestly, I don't even know how they do. These things are prehistorically large. I'm talking bigger than a car big. They should have been wiped out with whatever took the woolly mammoths. Also, they can swim. Look it up. <laughs> it's crazy. Isn't it weird that she was like, they could wipe out a whole like civilization, yeah. but the weird thing is that they can swim. Yeah. <laughs> They're aquatic, dog. Okay. That's crazy. So next up, we have someone who's just working through something. Okay. This is uh, Maggie Eliza who says, here's the answer. If you ask me a question about how often I have bowel movements, which is surprisingly often. All right. <laughs> Do not tell me I need to see a GI doctor. Three to four times a day equals more room for activities. Spot the lie. Spot the lie. What are the activities? <laughs> so don't ask if you aren't ready for a surprise. <laughs> Title of your sex tape. Boom. Uh, we've got one that we call Just Lost the Plot. This is from Amy underscore Davis Ross. Uh, and she says... Over nostalgia-driven media for adults, why are producers so horny for the past? We have to move on before we get Polly Pocket colon adventures in polyamory. This is a good opinion, okay? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This is a good opinion. But it's not the opinion, right? Because I think the Flavortown opinion would be like something like uh, Polly and Nate plus eight, but it's not kids. It's dudes, right? It's sex partners. That's what that is. That's, That's where it would have landed. Thank you. We didn't yeah. know what the dudes were. Yeah. That's helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Boom. Uh, and, and finally, we have a couple examples of like the platonic ideal of Flavortown opinions, right? Okay, so up first is Shelly Pugel. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, Shelly. Yep. Shelly! So Shelly writes, there aren't many feelings better than the specific moment of picking a scab. Shelly... <laughs> Like barely getting that fingernail under that crusty edge. She writes, mm. <laughs> even though you know you're probably going to get MRSA or some creepy infection, MRSA. you just don't care because that scab be calling. That's good. That's good. 
Listen. Listen. I like the capitalization. Shelly, <laughs> sometimes that scab be calling, but that's spicy. It's weird to get off on pulling off your scabs. I don't like how you said that. I know. At I all. Don't, I don't like how she said it. Fair. Um, okay, uh, the one I found was this from sm.burns, uh, and they say, women who make love and dolphins part of their personality are sexually repressed. Aaron, I feel like, don't you have a story about a sexually repressed dolphin? And maybe a celebrity? I don't know. Like, guys, listen, sometimes dolphins will overpower you and take you to your... Okay. Okay. Underwater rape cave. So you see and some, the, who are these people? Doesn't matter if you're a CCM artist. Which one? Which one of these CCM encounter with matter. a dolphin? Which one? Would you be willing to tell the group? Just yeah. us. The child is left. Uh, Should we go back to Kate Christianity Today and ask Kate her? Kate Shelnut, no, would you no. like to guess? No, we won't do, do you that. want an exclusive Kate Shelnut? Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> this is an exclusive. Are we going to say? It rhymes with. You boners can't tell anybody, though. Yeah, keep this it secret. This is a secret. Keep but it secret. Keep it safe. Okay, so as I've said, we've had nine Flavor Town episodes since 2018. And with each episode, we select a mayor to serve for that episode's term, right? But we have two fantastic past uh, mayors that we want to highlight. The first is Madeline Jeanette. Is she here, too? Yeah, be proud. You be proud. Be proud. Hey, somebody's got to defend incest. You That's know? right. Somebody Thank has you. to be like, listen, <laughs> B words. First cousin marriage needs yeah. to be destigmatized. It's cool on holidays, you know? That's right. I don't know anything and then else. Our second mayor is Shelby Hans, who said the Santa Claus has three of the hottest guys in a Christmas movie ever. Okay. I'm uh, first, starting with the hottest, is Bernard the Elf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a move. Second, Tim Allen. Third, Charlie. Tough, tough. It lost me there. It lost me on the last one, you know? That's that's tough. Okay, so tonight we are going to inaugurate two new mayors. That's right. One head, one crown, but two. But it's fine, whatever. Um, The first one, uh, Melissa Moore, 88. Are you here tonight? It's here. You're the new mayor. This is a good one. This is a good one. Melissa says, my Flavortown opinion is that Flavortown needs to be retired. Wow. <laughs> oh, they've turned against you. It's not oh, as no. funny as it used to be. Had a good run. Time to let it go with God. So she wants to put Flavortown down. I appreciate that honesty, Melissa. I That's do. Right. Thank you. And now Indy here on the corner has gotten your mayor uh, banner that you That's will right. now wear. You get a mayor banner. Mayor Sash. Wear it with pride. Congratulations. Yeah. And now you have to think about Flavor Town this entire term. That's right. You've got like another hour of it, but it's going to be fine. That's right. Okay. And then my mayoral inductee is Tucker Thicklin. All right. Is Tucker here? No matter. We still, we still inaugurate our mayors, even if they're not here. Tucker Thicklin said, having allergies is so effing immature. Wow. Wow. (laughs) He continues. Stop talking about how you're allergic to bananas and kiwis. We all know you're just really trying to tell us that you have to buy special condoms. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how we got there, honestly. Knox, Knox, what are the flavors of condoms? Let's you know, just walk through them really I quick. I don't know, but in this picture, this looks like a guy who buys flavored condoms. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy knows. He Con- knows. Congratulations, Tucker. Don't worry. And you we will ma- mail you your banner. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Before we can start our next segment, we do need to bring out another very special guest to the stage. Oh Please welcome Jason I love it. Welcome! Hug me! Okay. All right, we're so glad to have you here. Thank you. Smart Water, not a sponsor. Yet. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Yet. Yet. You know, in planning this show, uh, we had the idea to induct residents of Flavortown live and in person. 
But we also really wanted to do a snake draft element because we really enjoy doing that in episodes. So we thought, let's make this special um, and let's get some listener feedback first and, and, and see, like, do they like that idea? Um, and, you know, we got a comment from uh, a listener. Uh, uh, I think her name is Hangout Wahana. Uh, and she was like, hey, just so you know. She doesn't like them. Hey, Melissa, I think you guys would be friends. Yeah, her, Hannah and Melissa can hang out. Um, these are the only episodes that I'm really on, so yeah. thank so you. Thank you. Like it's about him. Yeah. So it, the bad news for Wahana is we're doing it anyway, okay? That's right. Yeah. So um, to, to set it up, uh, let's, let's, let's uh, talk to our snake draft expert, Jamie. Do you want to explain oh how gosh. this works? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so if y'all don't know, snakes are super complicated, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Since, like, the Garden of Eden. Is yes. that right? Was yes. it a snake? No, it wasn't a snake. Okay. okay, but like since shortly after the Garden of Eden, snakes are complicated. And a snake draft is, do you like this part? The snake draft is when a group of snakes gets together and okay. has a fake football team and they make a fantasy football team and they pick players and then they win prizes. That's perfect. That's exactly it. That's exactly oh, it. You. you nailed thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so actually backstage during the intermission, we, uh, uh, we drew for draft positions. Uh, and you'll be happy to know Jamie has the first pick of our Flavor Town Snake Draft. As it should be. That's um, right. Okay. So my first pick in the Flavor Town Snake Draft is Whitley Beebe. Whitley Beebe is our first choice. And Whitley Beebe says, we need to stop making clothes for any child under the age of five. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. It's a waste of money. We should just use old pillowcases until their growth slows down enough to make the clothes worth the cost. Listen, Jamie's always going to love a F them kids kind of opinion. F them kids. Okay, but here's the problem, Whitley. I think this opinion makes a lot of sense, to be honest. And I don't want to have to deal with John Johns and the switch. But here's the problem. Rush Talk has ruined this for all of us. Because Rush Talk taught us that you can get a really fancy pillowcase at the pants store. And you got to have like a really like beautiful fonted B on your B word pillowcase at the University of Alabama. Right. And so, and the problem here in Atlanta is you're going to still have like this triaging of like, who's the best? Who's the best? You're going to have people having Migos pillows. They're going to have their kid walking around preschool in a uh, Georgia, like uh, embroidered pillow. Okay. Listen, it's going to be too complicated. It's going to be too fierce. So I don't know that this would work in real life. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's good. Uh, Jason, you have the second pick of the Flavortown Snake Draft. What are you picking? Okay. So for this pick, we've been traveling, you know, and for this pick, I'm going with Lindsay Rosie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's here. Well, hang on. (laughs) I get excited. Lindsay says, enough with the Airbnb slander. Airbnbs are better than hotels in every way. Hotels are disgusting no matter how nice they are. I'll take Mrs. Linda's cozy cottage over a Waldorf Astoria any day. I'm traveling to Atlanta for the live show, and you better believe I'm staying in an Airbnb. Okay. Okay. This is strong. I... I can't agree with this because Airbnbs are so much work. Let's take a look at a couple of reasons why Airbnbs are not better than hotels. Okay. Number four, I need like 4,000 instructions to get in. No. (laughs) Not only do I get an email every other hour leading up to checking in, I also get text messages that are scrolls long that I have to read through in order to know what the code is at check-in time and then what the code is after I check in. And now I have to remember both of these codes because you won't just give me a key to your rental property. I, I love it because it's like, you got to pet that dog. And then later, did you pet that dog? And it's like, I'm just, I'm trying to go to a live show, guys. And then I get in and there's a binder, right? And now I got to read about uh, the history the of the house. <sighs> Two people were murdered in this house. <laughs> you like to tell me that you've never lived in this house, but you want me to have a great time. There have been at least three dead bodies in Linda's cozy cottage. Yeah. Tons you of people that, get right? murdered in hotels. You never know. You never That's know right. about you it. Don't, well, you don't know what room it's yep. in anyways. Number three. I don't have to abide by 157 rules for staying yeah. at Shane Simple's shack. I love 
Your place doesn't have a bathroom, but I still have to uh, stay there, find my own bathroom, and abide by all these rules. Listen, Shane, I know you have cameras in this house right now. <gasps> Just tell me where they are. I'll perform for them. Do you want to fight? We can make a fight happen. Do you want... Are there still kids here? Do you want other things on camera? We can make that happen too. Just tell me where the cameras are. I know they're there. Guys, Let's just be honest about there's it. There's cameras in your Airbnb. Listen, okay? if you're Don't Air- be babies. Yeah, if your Airbnb's owner's name is Shane, yeah. you have been you have been videoed and enjoyed later. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say earlier? You gotta taint them young. Is that what taint, it, is that? Taint them teens. Lord. Yeah, let's not merchandise that. Christiana. This is all against Airbnb, not against Verbo, not a sponsor. Yes. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Number two. When I'm at a hotel and there's something wrong, they give me another room. Have you ever been traveling and had problems with Airbnb? I have. This turned into a stand-up skit all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry Seinfeld. Sorry about that. <laughs> What do they do? They say good luck. And then you have to go get a freaking hotel. They don't have another Airbnb, Airbnb for you to stay in. Yeah. And the number one reason that I'm not staying in Airbnbs. Mm, yes. Yes, Lord. I'm not going on vacation and cleaning up after myself. <laughs> Did we just stay in an Airbnb? Yes. Whole different story there. But they asked us to strip the beds and then just put the the sheets at the end of the bed. No. Like, why, why did I have to take that one step? I'd rather just start the laundry. I'd rather just keep it going. Yeah. I live here now. I'm your <laughs> housekeeper. I probably live, I probably stayed in like 10 different Airbnbs. I've only used the kitchen once. I don't know why I needed that entire house. What'd you use the kitchen for? Do you remember? Well, there's cameras and I knew where they were. <laughs> also, why are we paying a $350 cleaning fee and I've done the laundry? Yes. Thank you. Please start the yeah. dishwasher. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. So, uh, Lindsay, no thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But thank you, Lindsay. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie She's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy, but y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. 
What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. There are even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com popcast. Go to chomps.com popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast pod. The third pick of the Flavortown Snake Draft, Aaron, uh, you have the board. All right. This is from Happily Ever Sarah. I feel like aliens being confirmed is an advantage for us, but mainly for me, as I find intelligence really hot and I need the dating pool to expand. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I have a lot of feelings about this. I like it. Um, I wanted to I wanted to first look at uh, aliens that could get it and aliens that cannot get it. Okay. Great. That's good. So first we have Avatar. Now, I have not seen this movie. They can get it. <laughs> like what that tail do, yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, and then next is Crawl from Star Trek, uh, Star Wars? I don't know. Stop <laughs> it. Stop Nailed it. Nailed it. Don't do that. I haven't seen this one either. God. But, and look, I know he looks scary, but listen, underneath a crawl is an Idris oh. Elba. Yeah. Oh, and that Seven feels days a like week. universally, maybe underneath that alien race is an Idris Elba. Okay. 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 Right. So okay. that feels like, and listen, sometimes like you just, you need, like maybe we just like peel off their face and it's Idris Elba. That feels right. Okay. Yeah, that's so, good. So now we have aliens that could not get it. Oh. So first is Arrival. Now I oh. have not seen this movie. <laughs> Again, you have not seen this movie. Right. Um, and Wikipedia called these aliens heptapods. Now they don't have a face and their language is time. And I don't understand that. Listen, I've seen the movie. I don't know why they have Walmart bags and they're asking about glass cleaner. I'll like, be honest what? with you. Like what is that? That's not fake. I don't that know. is fake. That is fake. Oh. Yeah. I don't watch scary movies. <laughs> yeah. But it does look like there is like a generous hole situation. Ooh. Yeah, there is. So depending on Time like your deal, like, listen, don't be mad at what that hand do. Yeah. Oh. Like depending on your that situation. Yeah, that might serve some of us well. Yeah. That's... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. Uh-huh. And then the next one is Stitch and Lilo. Now. <laughs> Oh, no. I have also not seen this movie. Is that, is that the name of the movie? <laughs> Clearly. I think so. Stitch it's and Lilo. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> sorry, Evan. I'm sorry. Um, I, you know, I haven't seen this one. Aaron, and do you know which one's Lilo and which one's Stitch? No. You don't? <laughs> you, have a, you have a guess. Yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters to Lilo and Stitch. It does. Uh, I assume Stitch is the alien. Is that right? Very nice. Good job. Oh, gosh, I got it. She doesn't need to see these movies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But listen, I don't think that wanting to have an intimate relationship with a cartoon character is healthy. And yes, I am asking the Bluey Hive to check their heart. Okay. Oh. Get out of here. Bluey video game coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, but here's why this really belongs in Flavortown. Listen, aliens by definition are a different species, right? And that makes this, you're not going to like it, bestiality. Oh. Okay. What? Listen, I'm just doing my job, guys. I'm just doing my job. Exodus 22:19. Kate Shulnut knows this. Okay, if you lie with a beast, you got to be put to death. I mean, I don't know. That's what the, I mean, the Bible is very clear. I don't know the what Bible's you want me to do. The Bible's clear? Did you just say the Bible's clear? Yeah, the Bible is very clear. So we have to think about the Flavortown theological implications of this. Yeah. Is this you, you know, getting it on with a... I don't like those hands. I like human? <laughs> Like, are you with a human? Or is this you, like, having intimate relationships with a horse? Aaron? <laughs> Aaron, what the hands do? What part of the horse Aaron, what the that? shoulders do? <laughs> I think you know. I just think, uh, I just think, like, you know, I just think, I think we need to think about it. It's, it that's why it goes in Flavortown, though. Yeah. That's, that's, fair. that's fair. That's a good one. What would Stitch do? What would Lilo do? Who knows? We don't know. What would we don't Lilo know. and don't Stitch know. do? We need to think about it. All right. That's the kid content they should have stayed for. <laughs> it would have resonated. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Too bad. Um, Too bad. Okay, I've got the pick now. Uh, I've got a back-to-back here. So my first pick is from By Cat Pie. By Cat Pie says, Karens aren't that bad. <laughs> if you can get a better experience at a place of business by speaking to the manager, want to try. I once got a free laptop at a Best Buy when I called everyone there. Incompetent, they were. <laughs> Almost got a free laptop. <laughs> Maybe we can just change the haircut to something more tolerable, okay? That's good. That's good. I love this take because it's bananas. It's crazy. But I think she's on to something with the rebranding the haircut because I do think in history, you know, we know like a hair a choice is a character choice. And we have some good examples from history of like people who had bad hair and they had bad character. So let's look at that really quick. Number one, who do we have? Boom, Hitler. Oh, uh, bad, bad hair, bad, bad facial hair. hair. Any fans? Bad dude, no. yeah. Any fans? Nobody cheered for that one. That's you good. Gotta go. That's good. Good job. Balcony, thank you. Not number, me, not me, not me. <laughs> number two, Russell Brand, okay? Any not fans? Not a good guy. It's not good. He didn't do good. Yikes. Bad hair. Bad choices, okay? Number three, Caillou. <laughs> this is an important slide because it's not alopecia, it's not cancer. The creator was like, that was an artistic choice to make that freaking Caillou bald, okay? <laughs> Look at that face, villain face. Next up, who we got here? <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's, that's weird. I didn't, Jamie, that's not, I don't know how that got there. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. I'm How so sorry. Dare you? Got the wires crossed. That should have been Lilo. How dare you compare me to Caillou? <laughs> I, I like don't don't compare me to Caillou. Forget got it. Hitler? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you dare put me in Caillou's corner, you know. I love sitting here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I kind of like what uh, Bicat Pie is saying because we need someone on that wall. We need someone like defending us for the stupid corporations, the corrupt corporations. We need someone screaming at Best Buy about how they're incompetent, okay? We need them. Basically, Karens are the dark knight. That's who we need defending us. We may not like it, it may not be good, but we they're looking into it for us. And we I don't appreciate like that. it. It does not look good. All right. I've got the second uh, pick here. I got the backpack. Uh, this is from Amy 1N. Get ready. Amy's here? Yes. Amy. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Amy. Amy, you... Amy, I want to see you because this is. God, Amy, Amy's also wearing a crown. Yeah. She's like, I'm ready to go. Y'all are genuinely not ready for this. Listen, Amy. <laughs> sometimes Jason will just text me and be like, I can't believe that. I can't believe Amy thinks this. Okay. All Wrote right. it in a public forum. Yeah. Okay. So she says, if couples really love each other, they can save time and water by both using the toilet at the same time. As long as it's a number one only, the lady can scoot back and make space for the guy to aim. <laughs> or, or... She can scoot forward to make a space. 
She says, multiple times I've tried to get my husband to do this when there's only been one bathroom and we both had to go. And every time he says, no, no. <laughs> no, Amy, no. He says he loves me, but I guess not this much. Amy, <laughs> why are you in so many situations where both of y'all got a pee pee so bad? <laughs> so fast. <laughs> What's going you on there? You can save a flush. I don't even know how this works. Let's try to work it out. Jay. Yeah. Jason, come here. Let's try to work it out. Yeah, work it out. Go what stand you, by her. What are you going to work out? Go stand out? by her. Let's try so to work it out. No. No? She says no. no. And Christiana says no. Christiana, Christiana says, says no. no. Sit back down. Dang it, Christiana. 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 Christiana says no, you cannot simulate pissing on each other. Okay. <laughs> not pissing on each other. Pissing no between fun. each other. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Or that's behind each other. Which no, also that's good. a different thing. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I'm bumping on the offer to scoot forward. Like, yes. I'll scoot you up. Dog, I'll scooch up, but you can pee pee behind me. That's crazy to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, why not do it bridesmaid style? You know, one in the sink, one in the drink. That that makes sense. <laughs> but like, you're just you're putting so much trust in a dude to thread the needle. Yes. And I don't know if you know about dudes. You did that. Blame you Amy. did that to yourself. It's Blame not me. Amy. It's her. <laughs> If you've ever been in a men's bathroom, it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> just like <laughs> body fluid everywhere, you know? And I just, I don't know that you want to put God, your trust in You know what in I there. hope? I hope Christianity Today is taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Joining us like now, Kate. Is. Kate, uh, what do you, uh, what do you <laughs> 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 It's just, it's a bad take. I don't like it. <laughs> it's a bad take. I don't like it. We couldn't find Knox for three days while he was finding these gifts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, those are my two picks. Uh, Aaron, we're going back to you. Okay, I this is from Thooper Duper. Thooper Duper. Thooper Duper. Thooper Duper says, I'd be interested to know what human flesh tastes like. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Let's, Let's hear him out. out. What's the most flavorful part? Bicep? Butt? Do I want someone to have died for me to taste it? No, but <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, okay, <laughs> this is spicy, but not actually for the reasons that you think it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually think cannibalism is that bad morally. Oh, um, what's I'm the gonna Bible? Make I'm making a case, I'm gonna make a case. Lots of cultures consume the bodies of the dead as a way to memorialize them. Yeah. Just okay. like, don't think that you're... So great. You think you're up on your high horse because you don't do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what does Stitch and Lilo think about that? Listen, you know, listen, that's think, the think question. Think about it. Your, your, your aunt dies and you put her in the ground to be eaten by worms or your aunt dies and you eat her. What's nicer? Hey, do you know Jason's uh, grandma just died? What do you think about that? It's true. Care to I'm comment? sorry. <laughs> Quick update. <laughs> but think about it. She did it. die and it did stay in an Airbnb. We did not eat her. We didn't. That's not what they did in the kitchen. It was but, different. I mean, could you have? Should you have? Maybe you, you should just... have. I don't know. <laughs> God. Y'all are the worst. Absolutely the worst. <laughs> we will talk about this after the show. <laughs> Sorry. Poor Shane. Uh, second, sometimes you need to eat people for survival. Okay. Listen, if we were all four in a plane crash, I would want, and I died, I would want you to eat me. No, yeah. I'm not eating you. Yeah. Why? I, I agree. Eat my ass if you've got to survive. Do no. it. If I'm dead, I don't mm -hmm. care. I would, you know? I would choose a different part. Okay. I think, I think <laughs> I'd start with at least. <laughs> I wouldn't even. Okay. And listen, I, I, we do this all the time. Eating your boogers, eating your fingernails, eating your placenta. Who in here ate yeah. their placenta? Careful pronunciation. Oh. Don't you lie to me. All, all the crunchy moms got yes, real you ate your placenta. Yeah. And listen, Catholics already think that we're kind of doing this during the Eucharist. Killing someone to eat them is bad. Mm -hmm. Eating someone organically is not bad, but you will get a kind of a terrible brain disease, so okay. you got to be careful. Okay. Okay. Um, and listen, you think someone eating someone is worse than sticking?
Where you at? Out yeah. in the middle. Out in the middle. She's sexualizing young Charlie? Oh. I mean, Shall calling the, like, no, I, this is not, this is not a spicy. But listen, I think the real reason we should let Thooper Duper into Flavortown, because listen, we got Melissa over here who thinks that it's not spicy enough. Yeah, that's okay? right. Flavortown's not spicy enough. So I nominate Thooper Duper as Flavortown's first serial killer. Oh, yeah. That's good. I love it. We kill two birds with one stone. Thooper Duper culls some of the less spicy takes for yep. Melissa. And then Thooper Duper gets to eat them. Okay. And we, and everyone wins. I love it. Everyone the people Co-sign. who were eaten, they win? Most everyone. Yeah, let, most nature, everyone let nature take its course. Not Amy's husband, I'll tell you okay, that so right just now. To recap, just to recap, in your snake draft, you are anti-bestiality. Yeah, don't hump them aliens. But pro-cannibalism. But. Again, the Bible is very clear. The Bible right? is very clear. Bible's very clear, as always. Yes, of course. Uh, okay, so thank you for that, Aaron. Um, we have Jason on the back to uh, his pick. All right, this one's a little bit more sensitive. So okay. I'd like to, to be taken yeah. seriously, yeah. please. Come on. Um, Let's bring the lights down. Thank you. <laughs> baldness should not exist. Mm. <laughs> wow. We have yeah. the technology. <laughs> People need to embrace it. Yeah. Same goes for comb overs. Wow. Glue some hair up there and call it a damn day. <laughs> Bald men give me second-hand embarrassment. Oh, no! <laughs> Doxing. Everyone looks better with hair. Okay. Oh. So this hits a little bit close to home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think everybody does look better at hair. Here's, here's my first example. Brian Erlacher miraculously got hair. If you've ever driven through Chicago, it's on every billboard as you drive through. Yeah. Shout out Chicago, I guess. (laughs) He is very hot and menacing without hair. Yeah. And then he turns into some kind of a dork that I don't even know what's going on. It's like sexy Lex Luthor to state farm insurance. Yeah. He just found out his wife, or he's a cuck. He just found out he's a cuck, unfortunately. You know? There are a couple other men in pop culture that I personally love and think about quite a bit that don't have hair, and I think that's okay. The first one, if we put hair on the rock... Whoa. That is tough. Yikes. If we put hair... On Jason Statham? <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> First of all, when we were going through this, several people were like, he kind of looks good with hair. I think he looks like, what's his name? Milo Venta. Ventimiglia, yeah. And I don't think we need two Milos we in the world. We don't you need. Don't. He got think- killed by Crockpot. Jason Statham would never. Listen, the rock, looks, the rock looks like he put on the hair of the person he just ate, according to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Bruno Mars' big brother, you know? <laughs> Yikes. Oh, thank you. So thanks for supporting me in my baldingness. Thank you. We're not all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your service. So, all right. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. All right, Jamie, you have the last pick to wrap okay, us up here. Okay, the last pick comes from Natalie D. Bell, who says, your pet does not love you. Wow. They have learned to respond in ways that look like love to their captors. <laughs> Think about it. It's all an obligation. What are they going to do? Fight back against the whole human race? They can't do that. They know they don't have opposable thumbs. Now, I know that this is spicy while also being 100% accurate. All right? Um, let's use Fur Baby uh, Mama Rachel. Fur Baby Mama Rachel as an example. Look at her and her beautiful dog. They did a photo shot and a fouled. And they look adorable, okay? But here's the thing. The problem with Rachel being this dog's mom is that Rachel is forgetting that that dog had an actual mom. Yeah. Like an actual dog mom. It's called abduction. That's right. That's right. It's That's serious. Right. Rachel kidnapped that dog kidnapped that dog. And so uh, for me, this just makes sense. It's almost, it's, it's like a snake trap for Flavortown, but I don't even feel 100% behind. Wow. Okay. I know. I agree. It's tough. 
Your pet. So uh, to all of you out here, congratulations on learning the truth about your pet. Thank you. Wow. All right. I'm a and now what do we need? Yeah. Petpocalypse. Wow. We don't need them. Let's kill them we all. We don't need them. Let's kill them all. Let's yeah. kill them all. Yeah. That's really good. That's right. All, all right. right. You guys, thank you for participating in our Flavortown Snake Draft. Big round of applause for Aaron yeah, and Jason. Give it Jason. up for Jason. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, so if you love that glimpse of the Atlanta live show, you can still snag our Austin live show replay for only $10. A perfect watch for when you're sitting in your car, in your parents' driveway, trying to find the strength to go back inside. And look, there's no rush, no rush, right? Because that house is set to 75 degrees. Just stay in your car, download our live stream, and have a guaranteed good time with the thermostat set wherever you like it. The link is in the show notes or head to knoxandjamie.com slash replay. All right, JB, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, so here where we live in America, it's a week of gratitude, which I will do on Thursday because it's Wednesday and Wednesday is for red lights. So here are my Thanksgiving forever red lights. First up, American Thanksgiving story. We we don't, listen, unless you're talking, unless you're being honest about lonely pilgrims who might have practiced incest and failed crops in the beginning of centuries, of destroying indigenous folks at the hands of colonizers. We do not want to hear your Thanksgiving story. Second, the Thanksgiving color scheme. Can we can we regroup as a as a country? And uh like who's down? Aaron Knox, are you down with the orange, brown, and yellow of it all? Oh yeah, I like I like a, a fall palette. Do you brown? I yeah. think anytime you can use a doo-doo brown in your palette base, I think it's a smart decision. And I I, I uh <sighs> when they weren't doing great at incest or crop raisin, I love that the original pilgrims were like, This is our this is our brand. So God. I like it. It's funny that the plate does match the color scheme of the holiday. I will say the only worst holiday palette for me is, of course, President's Day because of the rigor mortis gray. It's not great. Hey, Jason, Greg Horn. That was good. Stop it. Thank that you. Good. That was excellent. Okay, sweet potato casserole. Um, as a reminder, yams are gross. And then unless they're on a s'more, marshmallows, also gross. So we're mm. not doing that. Corn yeah. pudding. You're only having corn pudding because corn is not even in season. 
And so it's like, what's left over well, that we left in the freezer? Let's make a pudding from it. That's just like a bad, uh, the two two things that are the lesser of their duos forming a, a really bad duo together, corn and pudding. You corn know what I mean? Pudding. I don't, like I don't like it. And finally, Flavor Town, Flavor Town. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is dumb. And uh, as someone who does not watch commercials, I'm post-commercial, um, watching a three-hour commercial is ridiculous, okay? You know, if, they, if, you could, if you could manipulate the playback and do like 1.7, 1.75, but get the regular audio, yeah. I think that would, be, that would be an innovation. I would I'd like someone just to film, and maybe this can happen on TikTok, someone at the parade just live stream it. So I can okay. watch it like an and then I don't have to listen to any members of the Today Show or uh, Good Morning America try to make a blow up Snoopy seem cool. I just did you say Good Morning America? That is did that I? sounds like a fun morning show. <laughs> is that a fun, should I start that show anyway? Um, so for me, listen, the only time I will say that the parade was amazing was in 1997 when Barney Barney's balloon got cut. But it was not enough to really deflate him completely. And so he was kind mm. of flapping around uncontrollably. Ooh. And so the NYPD just started stabbing the S word out of him until he died completely. That wow. is a good moment. You can, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can watch that happen. So it was yeah. excellent. Yeah. Watch that instead of the parade on your Thanksgiving 100%. It'll be great... much more enjoyable and quicker. That's a great idea. Okay. What's your um, red light? I'm, I'm going to red light. Uh, this kind of, this is a, this is a little bit of a hezzy hay. Okay. This is Uh-oh. a red light because. I really hate the experience, but it's actually like secretly kind of a baby green light because I think it's great and I love it. Uh, and that is the television program on Showtime, The Curse. Have you watched any of the first episodes? Okay. Katie? So I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah. I'm in. Okay. Why am I in? And should uh, is, I be was in? it because you got some dudity? You got some I got full some frontal? Dudity. I wasn't, listen, I, I just didn't expect Chip Gaines, the equivalent yep. of Chip Gaines. Right. To be nude. I did not expect I, it. You know, I, I, part of me is like, I like what they did because this isn't really a spoiler. They do show Nathan Fielder's, I guess, his, uh, his, uh, you Big know. Lit? Yeah. I mean, it's there. And then, but then they follow that with a conversation that he has with his father-in-law about how it's okay to have a tiny diglet. And right. I think that's more, yes. that was more like uh, ridiculous than actually just showing the diglet. Does that make right. sense? I don't know yes. if that's actually true, but that, if it were, look, so this show the slug line is it's a newlywed couple uh, trying to make their vision for eco living a reality in a small New, uh, New Mexico town. It's basically a send up a, a, satire, a satire of uh, um, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, like what they're doing. Uh, and the, the interesting part is it involves Nathan Fielder. I've never done the Nathan Fielder experience. You know, I've been aware of like oh, it's very okay. cringy and right. uncomfortable. It is. It's yeah. Emma Stone uh, is Emma Stone. And then Benny Safdie, uh, one of the Safdie brothers, uh, someone who whose movies, uh, Uncut Gems, and I think. Uh, out of time uh, with Robert Pattinson, they both make you just feel uncomfortable and stressed out. And so, so it's like the perfect out. collision of these two influences. And um, the, the, through the first two episodes, I, I hate it, but I love it so much. Yeah. It's almost like if cringe was a, was in the horror genre, that's what this show would be. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know what to make of it. And I feel like a lot of people are talking about it, but I just wanted to shout that out. You know? I saw, I think it was uh, Claire McNear who at the ringer who said it's both vicious and delicious. And I yes. think that is for my experience, but I think your experience is also reflected in the Rotten Tomatoes score because it is a 92% on critics, right. 22% on audience. That's yeah. a 70 point difference. That is unparalleled. So that I think gives you a vibe of like why people might feel differently about it. Like both you ways. You don't, it's, this is not, this is like the anti-Ted Lasso. You do not finish an episode and feel cool and, and look for inspirational word art to put on your wall. You feel I, disgusting. I did think Nathan Filder held serve with Emma Stone really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, it, really I was impressed actor. with her choice. I'm impressed with the show. So I'm going to check it out, but yeah. I'm just red lighting the feeling I get uh, right, after, right. after watching it. That's fair. That's um, fair. Okay. What is your green light this week? Okay. So I have two green lights and the accidental theme uh, is kind of murka, um, which mm. is nice for Thanksgiving week. You know, an imperfect country doing its best, you know, uh, and maybe not do, always doing its best, right? So in memory of First Lady uh, Rosalind Carter, who died this weekend at age 96, the only First Lady I've ever met, which was really nice and she was nice. Okay, that's a flex. Um, I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm recommending the documentary The Lady Bird Diaries. Listen, how much affection did I leave watching this documentary for Lady Bird Johnson? I, I, this had gotten really great reviews, and I was like, it can't be that good. Uh, y'all, no, it is that good. And I did not realize how influential and very misunderstood Lady 
Bird Johnson is, wife to Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, and so this perspective is really unique because what they did was when, when JFK was assassinated, uh, Lady Bird Johnson's press secretary came to her and said, you need to record an audio diary of everything that's happening through this transition. I think you will really appreciate having the in the moment perspective when you're looking back on it. And so she brought her, the press secretary brought her son's recorder to the White House and said, here you go. Well, she ends up recording 128 hours of audio diaries up until the moment that Richard Nixon is inaugurated. Wow. Um, and I, and I think I, I knew that these things like the sixties obviously were a huge amount of turmoil in the country, but she's doing audio diaries about Martin Luther King being assassinated Robert Kennedy, the very reason that her husband is now no longer running for president is Robert Kennedy. So fascinating. Also, he really depended on her for guidance in how to frame a message because she was a journalist and she Mm. did a lot of work. She would always like after he had a uh, press conference, she'd circle back and she goes, here's what you did. Great. Here's what you didn't do. Great. I give it a B minus. And he'd be like, great notes, honey. And he would, he would like, they had recorded phone calls that you get to hear and it was really well done. So I think it's a wonderful, it's on Hulu. It's, it's fantastic. Okay. I think it's shout out to people who have a sense of history and they're like, Hey, we should probably document this because I feel like <sighs> myself and probably most of the people yeah. are like the two dogs, the two dog memes, just looking around right. uncomfortably. Like, what yeah. do I do? Someone help me. Yeah. So I'm like, shout out to Lady Bird and the guy who recommended that. Listen, job, her everybody. press secretary was a woman. Isn't that funny? Like, Good job, press secretary lady. Doing it. I also yeah. didn't realize all the highways are prettier because of Lady Bird Johnson. She is the one that made that happen. And stuff. the Environmental Protection Agency exists because of her work. So interesting. Anyway, the other green light is a book by Jill Lepore called The Deadline. Jill Lepore is my favorite history professor. Um, I've greenlit two of her books before, The Secret History of Wonder Woman, which is excellent. And then These Truths, A History of the United States. It's one of the best, but I like give it as gift. And I always think people are mad that I gave it as a gift. They're like, did you not want to give me a Sephora gift card? I'm like, this book's going to change your life. And then people come back and they're like, that book was amazing. So this book is, I think, uh, an easier uh, entry point to Jill Lepore because this is a collection of her essays. It's 46 essays ranging from Herman Melville to Bratz Dolls to Trayvon Mm. Martin to AI. Um, And what I love is I'm going to quote her in the introduction. She says, the essays might seem to sort into two piles, the intimate and the intellectual. But I find that division wildly overdrawn, as if how people think about Congress draws on a different part of themselves than how they think about toddlers. And Mm. I do think. I do think about Congress the way I think about toddlers. So, um, and she also says, she's famous for saying historians are coroners, but I would argue she is also a bit of a poet as she writes. So she does not write like a, like a dry history professor. She writes like a journalist. And so Mm. you see that in this book was fantastic. I like kept looking around on the airplane being like, can I show you this quote? random stranger next to me. Did you, did you enjoy the Melville section? You feel like, you feel like a big hero. About Moby Dick? Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, I wouldn't have, listen, I, when she writes about uh, getting uh, bitten by a tick, I was like, uh-huh. this is, this is a, this is a dramatic, tense movie and I need to know what happened. Like it's, that's the weird part is when she writes about anything. Now, you now, know Moby Dick's not about getting bit by a tick, just so you no, know. No, those that's are different not, essays. Those are different yeah. essays. Yeah. Look at that. Look at the I latitude know. there. I, know. I think my theory is no one's ever read Moby Dick. Everyone just says that they have. Um, because it's so impossible to actually read. It's right. It's I've really, never read Moby really Dick. Tough. Like I've only, no one, I only know I, what is it? Call me Ishmael. Ishmael. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the best Ishmael? part. It's Ishmael? all downhill from there, you know? Right. That's all I know. And I just know there's a, there's a whale. There is. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of other things, but primarily there is a whale and that's kind of all you need to know. So, so she writes like maybe four pages about it. So it's, you read that instead of Moby Dick. If she would summarize Moby Dick, I'd read that and I would count it as reading Moby Dick. And I think that'd be fair. Oh, I think yeah. that'd be you good could. for everybody. I think you could. Okay. What's your green light? M- thank you for, for asking because mine are similarly as lofty uh, in terms oh, of history, okay. in terms of Moby Dick as well. Uh, and it is the, uh, the Peacock movie, Please Don't Destroy Colon, The Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Um, look, I was a little uh, self-conscious about greenlighting this because this is fundamentally a stupid but hilarious movie. Right. right. Uh, and if you don't know, uh, these are the guys from SNL. Uh, who have really taken over the digital short uh, from, I guess, Lonely Island. Uh, there was a little yes. bit of a lull in between, but it's John Higgins, Martin Hurley, uh, and Ben Marshall. Uh, this movie, I've seen them promote this everywhere. I love their Please Don't Destroy shorts. I feel like they've really come into their own. Um, but I'm always leery about people going from, let's do two minutes 
or 90 seconds to let's do an hour and a half of content. Fair. Um, fair. I'm, I'm, I'm a little uh, concerned uh, if they can, if they can handle that. But uh, this movie, I think if you like their shorts, you're going to like this movie. It's like if super bad was a treasure hunt story. Um, and it had like really bad, but good uh, special effects. Uh, Conan O'Brien uh, is in it and steals uh, a ton of scenes. So is Bo and Yang. Uh, Megan Salter from Hacks. She's absolutely electric. Uh, I love in this. Megan Salter. She's so funny. Um, I just, uh, if you go, if you want something light, uh, you don't have to think too hard, uh, but you want like a really good laugh out loud moment, like every two minutes, you're going to like this movie. And I would recommend uh, The Treasure of Okay, Foggy good. Yeah. If you look at that Rotten Tomatoes scale, it's like, it's similar. It's like a 80 40, you like know? The critics didn't love it, but the audience loves it. But you yeah. know, I trust that more. Well, uh, to be fair, usually when the audience hates something, it's either because of Basement Boys, who are like, mm-hmm. I hate women in my superhero movies right. unless they're naked. And right. then, or it's, this is so weird. I could not begin to understand this. Yeah. So I feel like, like that's curse. what the curse falls into. Yeah. But this exactly is like, right. listen, it's not trying. I, and you listen. You really, you've really altered my perspective on TV this year. About like, hey, not everything has to be like top notch. Like, you know, when I look back flaws. on the diary of of this year, I feel like it's going to be like Knox. You know what you got into this year? You really became an ageist there for a minute, right? You know, really went after old people, yeah. And then you really championed the cause of mediocre content. And what a year! <laughs> what a hero! You know, I haven't seen Napoleon yet, but I feel like I'm like a modern day Napoleon, basically, yeah, you uh, really with that are. kind of track Thank record. You. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the Popcast and Burrito. Remember, anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure to go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchase user affiliate link. If I didn't purchase using that link this week was, Jamie, this is an outward hound fun feeder slow bowl. Okay, so this just slows down dog eating, it, they argue, up to 10 times wow. because it's complicated to get your food, which does feel like a trick. Feels like mean a little bit, like, but apparently it helps. Like, if Luna learning. Lovegood had this, she would starve to death. She wouldn't figure it out. <laughs> she would be, be like, like, I give up. I'm dead. But <laughs> I do want to point out two questions that I really love. The first was, I have this bowl and do not want it. How do I remove it? Okay. And listen, first of all, Mountain Mama came in and was like, unsure. Again, not helpful, Mountain Mama. But yeah. kudos to Leanne, who did not make fun of this question, but said, I don't know what you're asking. Do you have this bowl in your cart and want to remove mm. it? Go to your Amazon cart and click remove. Otherwise, the bowl is a bowl. So if you don't want to use it, you just pick it up, put down another bowl, or simply throw it away. Sorry if that's not the answer you're looking for, but your question's pretty vague. So she does answer all the versions of it, which I really like. And then the next question, I'm going to spoil it by saying all the answers were good. They actually really helped this person. Yeah. But but no one acknowledged the weird thing in the question, which was, um, I have a 145 pound pit bull my concern is his head is huge is he going to be able to get the food out with the size of his snout especially because i believe he is part pig okay wow right wow right and i looked that up and that is not a thing by the way it is not a thing yeah i I feel like if you're trying to solve the mystery of the 145 a pound dog a slow feeder bowl is probably like that's a that's just a band-aid on a gaping (laughs) one you know it's too much all right you guys all our playlists, both episodes and music can be found at knoxandjamie.com slash Spotify. So enjoy your holiday season with those. And the replay of our Austin live show is available at knoxandjamie.com slash replay. Links are in the show notes. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.